Hi love and welcome to Lovely with Lana. I'm Lana, your podcast host, here to talk about all things Pilates, wellness, fashion, lifestyle, and of course, it has to be pink. Well, not all the time, but most of the time at least. I hope that you absolutely love this episode and let's get right into it. Hello and welcome to the podcast. If you are new and extra special, welcome to you. Whether or not you found me through social media, scrolling through Spotify or Apple or just however you found me, I'm so happy that you're here. And if you're returning, as always, hugs and kisses. I'm so proud of this little wellness princess community growing and becoming the best versions of ourselves. Be sure to follow this podcast and all of my socials by clicking the link tree in the description. And also, please spend like literally two seconds giving me a rating and a review. It really does help push out this podcast to more girls and help me build this amazing community for each and every one of you. All right, so let's set the mood. It is currently 5 p.m. on a Sunday, and I came home, had an early dinner, and now I am just chatting with you. I spent, I felt like today I didn't do that much. I honestly should have definitely been working some more because yesterday was also like a fun day, but we'll get into that in my high and low. But today the vibes are good. The sun is shining through my room perfectly. It's kind of golden hour and I have my laptop open. I have my water next to me. So this is your reminder to take a drink of water if you haven't yet. All right, now that we're hydrated, Let's jump into a high and a low. So this week, the high is yesterday. I had an entire date to myself. I left the house at like around nine o'clock and I didn't come back till five. I spent the entire day by myself. It honestly felt so good. Um, I went to the nail salon. I got my nails done. And for the first time ever, I got, a, they're called liquid gel or gel X. So they're extensions, which is like, I never have long nails. So I feel really like different, but in a good way. These are a lot more comfortable than acrylics, but they do take a lot longer. So I don't know. The payoff is good. They look nice, but it wasn't exactly what I was envisioning when I walked into the salon, but I think they turned out pretty good. And then I went to my favorite acai bowl place and then I got a coffee and then I went to the Barbie movie. Now, We're going to get into my thoughts on the Barbie movie, but honestly, I loved it and I hated it and we'll talk about why. My low is I feel like lately I haven't been the most disciplined with some of my healthy habits. I have been snoozing the alarm a lot more. I've been scrolling a lot more. I've been not going to bed on time, which hence the snoozing my alarm. And so I feel like I really need to double down and commit to my goals because I'm not perfect. That's why I like literally create this podcast. And so if you're kind of falling off your goals or you're not really keeping promises to yourself, which is something I'm really struggling with, this is kind of your sign. Maybe start one or two healthier habits, start to replace the habits. I definitely want to make a podcast episode on habits, but anyway, just start little by little incorporating healthy habits back into your routine because it is the time to grind, to make a healthy routine for yourself and healthy habits before the school year. Because if you already have very solid, very healthy habits before the school year, then the school year will probably be, or like it gets busier in the fall and winter for everyone, whether or not you're in school, but it will just be better and easier. So yeah, 
this is also like you don't need to wait for the new year you can literally start today just start drinking your water maybe go on a quick walk as you're listening to this podcast episode just do something that is healthy for you and your body all righty so this week, I just felt like more of a casual chat. I felt like less of like tips. Um, last week, I know we had a guest episode. We had Gracie on and it was so much fun. So definitely go check out that episode. We talk all about confidence and style and eating disorder recovery and just finding yourself through all of that. But today, I just wanted to chat to talk about the Barbie movie, relationships, balancing life and answer some of your questions because I did post on my Instagram story. If you have any questions or topics for me to cover or your opinions on their Barbie movie or something along those lines. So let's jump right into the episode. Okay, as promised, let's chat about the Barbie movie. So I watched the Barbie movie yesterday and I went alone because hence like I had a date by myself. But anyway, I thought that overall the movie was quite good. I would give it like a three out of five stars, okay? I love Barbie and I love pink, which is probably what's pulling it through. Um, I also really do like the hidden message behind the movie. I like how it empowers women. It shows that, you know, Barbie did leave a lot of insecurities in our life. Barbie is perfect and we are not. You know, Barbie was freaking out when she had cellulite or when she didn't have makeup and she considered herself not pretty. And that's honestly what a lot of women, um, including me, sometimes feel like when we look at our bodies or we look at our faces and it's not perfect. I really do love kind of the hidden history throughout the Barbie movie. I liked how they had some dolls that like, for example, used to be created by Mattel and now they weren't or they were discontinued for like obviously reasons like I think it was mid she was the pregnant one but anyway overall a really good movie I think because of the pink the acting was phenomenal I loved Margot Robbie she was literally the perfect Barbie in my eyes and yeah I the thing that's like not making it like a four or five star movie in my opinion I felt like the plot was like not there like, it was funny, and I kind of made fun of, like, the fact that guys kind of run the world, but that's kind of not that true anymore. I find that there are a lot of empowering programs and ways that women can, you know, become what they want to be. So I feel like this movie would have been more applicable, like, 10 years ago, just because nowadays I think there is more equality and every year I feel like there does become more equality in the workplace I'm just speaking very generally not like specific situations but yeah I just also felt like the plot wasn't there it was kind of like a shallow plot like there were deep messages within it like the pressure women feel to be perfect and um the pressure that women have just being women in our society but I think the plot like can trying to take over Barbie land like it was kind of just not there it was kind of a shallow plot and I kind of got bored halfway through the movie because it just it needed to move a bit faster in my opinion it could have definitely been from like a two-hour movie to like one hour and like 10 minute movie or like a one hour movie and I think you would have still gotten the message across but overall I think it was good um, but I do hate that like the plot was so shallow I felt like they could have made the plot better or they just could have made a shorter movie but nevertheless the marketing was there there was there's still so much hype around barbie and i'm literally talking about it but um there was a lot of marketing and i think that's also what pulled it through and made barbie so successful as a movie so there's that there's barbie 
And I also want to talk about the importance of being yourself. Now, watching the Barbie movie and watching how she was so unapologetically her, like she was pink, she was wearing pink in the real world as well. And this hit home for me because that's kind of me. I like to wear a lot of pink. I like to dress up. And a lot of people give me weird looks because I feel like looking at me, they wonder, they don't take me seriously, maybe because I'm blonde and because I'm dressed in pink and I do kind of look like Barbie sometimes. And I find that it's important to know yourself and discover yourself alone. So in the movie, Barbie was talking to Ken and she was like, like Ken was complaining how it's always Barbie and Ken. And Barbie said, well, how about you discover yourself and we can just stay friends. But like, you derive value from yourself. You should not be deriving value from Barbie. And I think the same can the same lesson can apply to us, where I feel like we need to derive value in ourselves. We need to learn who we are, wear what we want, be who we want, and not tie ourselves to a person or even an identity for too much. Because I feel like if you always view yourself as like the student, the really good student 4.0, that's me. I'm a really good student. But one day I will not be a student. One day I will be out in the real world with a real job. And so I cannot tie my identity too heavily to the student because I will not be a student forever. I can't tie my identity to my body because my body will change. Like over time, I'm going to get old. Things are going to happen, right? I'm going to grow up. And I think it's so important to be yourself and to not tie your identity to anyone else because that's what's important. And for me, it's kind of funny because literally a week ago, I brought in my resume to some hiring managers at my company and literally everyone liked the fact that my resume was pink. My resume has always been pink and I never like changed it for the Barbie movie, even though that would have been like so funny if I did, but my resume has always been pink and bringing it there, I got a lot of looks from like the other employees like that were like on my level like the other interns but most of the hiring managers literally could care less or they thought it was kind of cool so moral of the story be yourself be unapologetically yourself but be sure that you are not tying your identity too much to a certain thing or a person or like a season in your life because ultimately that is not you're not going to be stuck in one spot forever things are going to change things are going to evolve so make sure you're able to flow with it I also want to quick chat about dating yourself. Now, as I mentioned yesterday, I had a whole date to myself, got my nails done, had a little like acai bowl, went to the Barbie movie all by myself. And you might think, isn't that kind of uncomfortable? I'm going to all these places by myself. I'm dressing up, doing my makeup, doing my hair all for myself. But I've always not put my needs first. I've never really wanted to fill my cup. I always, always drained it for other people. I did more. I did more work. I did more this. I did more that. I drained myself to the point where like, if I had a free weekend, I would just tie myself to another person or another commitment instead of like actually spending time with myself. And so for the first time, like in a very long time, I spent an entire day by myself out of the house, out and about, doing things. And I felt so good and I felt so at peace. And I was sitting with my little Chanel sunglasses on, eating my little acai bowl, looking out into the lake. And it was great. And of course, a couple of people gave me side eyes. Like, what is this young, like pretty woman doing by herself? But ultimately, I was having the best time of my life and I felt so recharged and so refreshed after that. So your little challenge this week, or at least within the rest of 
maybe August is make sure that you are finding a day, at least one day in the entire month of August to spend by yourself, to do things that you like. And it doesn't have to be spending a lot of money. You don't need to go get your nails done. You can just go and get a coffee and walk around. You can maybe explore some thrift shops, do whatever makes you feel the best. I think that's really important because you don't want to do things you don't want to do. And I think that's the beautiful thing about having a date to yourself because you can do what you want to do, go where you want to go, and nobody is holding you back. All right. So now on to some of the questions and more topics that you girls had, because again, I posted this to my Instagram story. So be sure to follow both my personal like Instagram and my podcast Instagram at lovely with Lana and then at lovely with Lana pod. Those are both linked in the description. All right. So someone asked, do I get my nails done all the time? Now, I think you were definitely watching my story from yesterday because I was explaining getting my gel extension things on for the first time. So I've gotten my nails regularly done for almost a year now. And normally, normally I do regular gel. I keep my nails super short. I always do regular gel French. And then I like to do a little design, like a little heart on my ring finger. Now that was like always, that's been the same nail that I've had since like last year. I think one time in there, I think in like September for like, I believe my birthday, I got acrylics done and they were horrible. Okay. I don't know what was with acrylics, maybe how they were applied. I don't know, but they were so uncomfortable and they hurt so bad. And I felt like I literally couldn't do anything with them. And I really feel like it was the shape or how the acrylic was applied. I don't feel like it was acrylics themselves. So now yesterday I walked into the salon and I thought, you know what? I want to make my nails longer because I have a super bad habit of picking my cuticles when I'm anxious and having really long nails or having nail extensions stops me from picking my cuticles because I like, like physically can't. So I got liquid gel or I, I know they're called gel X and they took three hours. Okay. What they do is they like apply a tip to your like to like the front of your fingernail and then they glue it on via gel. So it's actually better for your nail than acrylics and they're, they look very natural. You're not doing like any crazy colors with them. They, for me, I just got like French, but honestly, like I love them and I don't maybe cause they're kind of like bare and I wish I got like a design. So maybe when I get them filled, I'll ask for like a cute little design, but overall I like them a lot. And Honestly, getting my nails done regularly makes me feel so feminine, makes me feel so put together. And so I know they're kind of expensive. Generally, my regular gel nails cost me about $50, including tip. And then these gel X's, these gel extensions were about $85, including tip. But I only get them done every like three weeks-ish. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they're such a good investment. They make me feel so good. So it really depends. I am a college student. So like where I spend my money, like I would rather not buy Starbucks and not buy any food out at the camp at my college campus for an entire month to get my nails done rather than spend a bunch of money at Starbucks or getting food out. I'd rather pack my food. I'd rather make my own coffee. So I don't know. I feel like my priorities are more like self-care rather than like Starbucks or getting food out. Someone asked if luxury bags are worth it. So I have a very small luxury bag collection. I don't really care anymore for like 
big name brands and let me tell you why. So right now I have like some lower tier luxury, like I have a Henry Bendel before they closed down. I also have a Kate Spade little pink heart bag, which I absolutely love because if that gets damaged, I'm not going to cry because it was like a hundred, it was $200. So it wasn't like that much money, but it's also very sturdy. So I don't think it's going to break or get ruined anytime soon. And then I have a Louis Vuitton like pochette, a Louis Vuitton crossbody, and then a Gucci Soho black bag. Those are my bags. I have like three luxury bags and then two like not so luxury bags. And then I did get a custom luxury bag made in Italy. It was about $400, but honestly, that quality was so good for $400. It was custom made. It looks like a saddle. It's brown. Oh, I love that bag. I really do. It's the perfect fall bag. But anyway, I purchased practically all my bags before 2021. And I noticed right after COVID, the prices were pretty low. But I feel like a year after COVID, the prices for any designer like Chanel, especially Chanel, they skyrocketed. Like I think a Chanel classic flat bag, like their most like iconic bag that I'm talking about, it's like black. It went from like $5,000 to like $10,000 within like a year or two. So the prices absolutely skyrocketed for all of these bags. And my Gucci Soho bag that I purchased for about $1,000 in 2021 is now valued at $1,800. So I literally earned $800 and I could probably sell it for like $1,500 cause it's used, but it's in like perfect condition. So honestly, they were a good investment back then, but now I've noticed that the quality of these bags of almost every single designer bag has really gone down. And like the stitching isn't right and the buckles aren't put on right. And I just, I'm not a fan of the quality. So I'm not really looking for any new bags because none of them really look good in my opinion. And I'm not going to buy a bag just for a name brand. I did used to do that like in 2019, 2020, which is why I have my Louis Vuitton bags. But I'm kind of done because the quality isn't there. And I don't know, I feel like I could invest more and earn more of like a return on investment getting jewelry that's kind of what I'm more looking at like gold and silver like real gold and silver um like diamond like those normal jewelry pieces not like crazy ones but ones that I can wear every day like a good watch some good rings like that's what I care about more and I feel like the value of that doesn't go as far down as like a bag does but that's just my opinion okay Number three. So someone said, I feel guilty for not exercising and recently developed a lot of binge eating tendencies in the evening. I also intermittent fast. Okay, let's break this down. First, let's focus on your relationship with food. So oftentimes you end, you tend to overeat if you don't eat enough throughout the day. Intermittent fasting will not help your binge eating tendencies because you're literally not eating in the morning. So you're getting like super hungry and you probably eat a pretty small lunch or whatever. And then by the time you come home from for dinner, you're probably like absolutely starving and you literally can't stop and you can't feel your hunger or fullness cues and it sucks. I've been in this situation before and I currently eat like four to six times a day. I eat smaller meals and that feels better for my body. And I never get too hungry because I feel like when I get too hungry, I struggle to feel my body and feel how full it is once I start eating. So I feel like it's really important to not like intermittent fast and make sure that you are regularly feeding your body. 
And secondly, with exercise, you mentioned that you feel guilty for not exercising. I think exercise addiction can be a very serious issue and I used to have it. So first things first, make sure that you include at least one rest day throughout the week. My rest days are always Sundays where I just like stretch, walk, maybe I'll go for a really slow run, but I'm not doing anything crazy. And making sure that you are experimenting with the different types of workouts, because I find that if you are, you know, vary your workouts, you're not so rigid in one type of workout. I feel like this really does help your relationship with exercise. And if you do like Pilates one day and, you know, hit the next and then, I don't know, weightlifting the next day, you don't need to be dripping sweat after every workout. And I think that's what you kind of need to train yourself to do because some workouts can definitely be effective, but not be as high intensity. All right, another question. There is this guy at work and I have a crush on him but cannot ruin the professional relationship. Okay, this is super hard because like I don't really know if the guy's like a fellow coworker, like you guys are on the same level or he's like above you, like a manager or a boss because those are two very different situations. It also depends like does he work in the same area as you or like are you a marketing girly and he's an IT guy? Like it... It depends, okay? There's a lot of ways that this could go, but I'm just going to pretend that you guys are kind of coworkers on the same level. So I feel like you could maybe like subtly drop hints that you like him and see how he takes it, read his body language, get to know him more as a friend, etc. I think it's like, it's definitely like hit or miss. Because if you guys are like working together on like some kind of work project, mm, things could get weird if like it, you tell him that you like him and he doesn't and then you guys still have an entire project to finish. So I feel like just look at the situation, look at, you know, are you working in the same department? Like if it gets awkward, are you like able to like separate yourself from him and like not see him and be able to avoid him easily? Or is it something that you're going to have to struggle with? So that's one thing. And another thing is like, if it does become a relationship, make sure that like people at work won't be able to guess it's a relationship. Because if you're like having public displays of affection, like if you're like talking a lot and giggling, like people are going to know and that's just not great. So keep your your professional life and your like personal life separate. If he is like a boss or a manager or above you, just don't get into that. The power dynamic can be super weird. And oftentimes like it's against a lot of company policy to date some supervisor or someone above you. So just warning you. How to be around friends who are confident slash popular without dimming your own light or feeling left out. So I think that no matter who you are, or who you're around, whether you're alone or with a group of people, your personality, your light should be up to you. I don't care who you're around. I don't care how special the people are and how much uh, like they're popular. Like You are you. And I think you should be confident in who you are. No matter like the money, the friend count, none of that matters. You should just be very confident in who you are and not be concerned with your personality going away because you're next to someone that might be confident themselves. Like one person's light does not dim another person's light. You guys can both shine and it's perfectly okay. Just don't blame others for your lack of confidence. So I feel like definitely work on your confidence. If this is something you struggle with, make sure that you are 
Wearing what makes you feel most confident, make sure that you have a good posture, keep your shoulders back, make sure that you are putting your best foot forward really and making yourself feel good because oftentimes when you make yourself feel good, it just makes confidence a lot easier. Even if you don't like actually have confidence, just fake it till you make it. And also feeling left out, I'm going to mention like it is totally okay to be alone. Be, get comfortable be spending time alone, get comfortable spending time with people because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter as long as you are happy and you need to be able to be content in both situations. Okay, number six, someone asked, how do I balance internship, school, and a podcast? So for me, number one is having a planner and time blocking. I find that if I don't time block, like for example, today I didn't, I don't get much done. Honestly, I was not the most productive, but on days when I do time block, I am so productive because I know what I'm doing and I'm not just like sitting on my phone and scrolling and waiting for something to happen or for someone to remind me what I need to be doing. To-do list, especially as well, that can be like part of your time block so you know what to do. I also say really, really make sure that you're taking breaks throughout your day to avoid burnout because I find that if I have a day or a couple of days where I'm super go, go, go and I'm, I never take a break, then like I might crash and burn on the weekend and I might get really sad and have a lot of emotional breakdowns because I didn't give my body and my mind the rest it needed throughout the week. So for me, breaks are so, so important. And in the moment, they might not be like, quote unquote, productive. Like maybe you're like super working hard and you've already been working hard for a couple of hours and then you just like stop to take a break. Some people might look funny at you for doing that. But at the end of the day, like you're doing what's best for you and you're making sure that you're not burning yourself out. All right. The last question I got from you girls is tips for clearing your skin. Now, I think number one, it's super important to avoid dairy. So dairy for me really does trigger acne. It triggers acne on my face, on my chest, on my back. It triggers acne everywhere. And I try to take breaks from dairy and incorporate it back in my diet. I tried so many times because honestly, it sucks. It sucks to go to a restaurant and have to like, literally ask the waiter like five times if your meal has dairy in it or you go to an ice cream shop and there's literally no ice cream options that you can eat because they all have dairy and it does really suck but I think I've just noticed how much better my skin is when I do cut out dairy so I don't have dairy I did literally eat cheese like two days ago and I have a super painful under the skin pimple so it's really related to dairy. So if you have acne, um, definitely try cutting out dairy and replacing it with like almond milk or oat milk. Just make sure that like the ingredients in there are like okay and not really weird. Also, make sure that you're drinking your water, staying hydrated and doing your skincare every single morning and night. Do not ever go to sleep with makeup on and make sure that regarding makeup, you're keeping it pretty light. I would say, especially in the summer, don't put a lot of heavy makeup on. And I know it's hard because when you have a lot of acne, you just want to cover it up because I literally have been there before, but putting less makeup on your acne actually does help them heal faster and help to prevent any other breakouts from happening. So definitely try to not wear as much makeup. Try not to wear makeup when you're sweating. Try to make sure that you're washing your face after you sweat. 
making sure that you're, you know, doing the moisturizing. I like the La Roche Posay Benzoyl Peroxide, like spot treatment. And I actually rub that all over my T-zone, not just on like my actual pimples, because it helps to prevent the acne. So those are my quick tips for clearing up your skin. I know it's not perfect. Right now, actually, I'm really struggling with a lot of acne on my back, but that's more due to hormones um, that, you know, are not the most balanced, but we're working on that. I answered all of your girls' questions. We had a fabulous little chat and let me know if you liked this episode. I'll put a poll in Spotify for listening to me in there and ask if you like the more chatty episodes, the more girl talk episodes. I would love for you girls to send in more questions into my DMs like right now. So maybe I can do like a part two and yeah, I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.